Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm talking to Ella Red. Hi. Hi. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you also. Let's start at the beginning. Where are you from? I am from Frisco, Texas. It's near Dallas. It's rough because Texas doesn't have those middle seasons. It doesn't have spring and fall. It just goes straight from scorching to freezing outside. So right now we're a little bit in the freezing outside time right now. Were you surrounded by music as a kid? I sort of surrounded myself with music. My mom played piano, but there wasn't a whole lot of music in the house besides me and my sister. Um, We had a piano as a kid. And I remember specifically when I was six, I sat down at the piano and I wanted my mom to teach me, but she didn't have enough time. So I said, fine, I'll teach myself. And that's sort of where I started teaching myself and playing by ear and hearing things and just playing them back again. And then it would sort of develop from then into just making my own stuff. And it sort of developed just from myself wanting to be like, fine, I'll I'll do it myself. I don't need you. So you started with the music, not necessarily as a lyricist. Correct. I wasn't a lyricist until I would say late middle school. And now you play guitar too, right? Yes. I started guitar when I was 10, I think. And I didn't even mean to. It wasn't for me. It was because my dad wanted to play it and he didn't want to learn by himself. And so I said, fine, I'll learn. I'll learn with you. And then he stopped playing and I continued. So it's really worked out for you that your parents were kind of like, oh, just let her do her own thing. They sort of introduced me to it and were like, yeah, she'll figure it out. And I did. So... So how did you end up getting discovered? I would say I got discovered-ish through Justin. We had a mutual manager who knew me and knew Justin and was like, hey, Justin, do you want to work with this young writer? And he was like, yeah, why not? And we started working together and I guess he really liked me and we wrote some hits and put your money where your mouth is happened. And he just threw it to one of his buddies, Nerf at KTCL and Nerf thought it was a hit. And he was like, I'm going to throw this into, I'm going to see how it does. I'm going to test it. And everyone loved it. Everyone loved put your money where your mouth is. And it really took off. And it was such a shocker too, because that was the first song we put out. And that was the song that everyone just immediately held on to. But I hope with these next ones that people really love these next ones just as much as they love that one. Justin, is that discovery story the same from your side? Yeah, that was... It was a mutual friend that introduced us. You know, I have been writing with artists for a while. I lived in Nashville for four years and did nothing but write with artists. So I would always be excited to write with new artists. You just never know, you know. But I remember starting right off the bat with uh, Ella on a song that hasn't been released yet. And I said, well, you got any ideas? Like, what, you know, what do you have? And she showed me this verse idea. I was like, that's good. <laughs> so as you know, because you never know when, especially when someone's night, she's 19 when we started writing, you just, you never know, right? Like, they're typically pretty new. And she came at me with a verse. I was like, hey, that's really good. And so we built the song around it. And that song is called Here We Are. And that one just led to writing other songs. And then we had a few songs that were really good. I said, hey, let, let me produce these for you. So 
we started producing one and that led to a few and then that led to several. And then at that point, I was like, let's take this a little bit further. So we've been working together from managing to writing to producing. Like, it's just we've got a really good thing together. It's been so much fun to write and, you know, work with her in all those different aspects. So, yeah. And it's cool to see, too, because you never know, right? You show some people some songs and sometimes they're like, yeah, this is really good. And sometimes they don't really say much, which, you know, is code for this is just okay. And the response was very good with Ella. So, yeah, I just I believed in her from the minute we started working together. I knew she had something really special and I just wanted to hone in and uh, help out as much as I could. And this is really like a startup project for both of you. You have a GoFundMe for all the things it takes to get out there in front of new potential fans. Can you tell us what some of those needs are and how people can help? So there are a lot of expenses when it comes to making music and especially whenever I'm sort of playing catch up like I am because we were sort of thrown into all of this stuff suddenly happening with radio. And now that everyone is seeing me and hearing me, they want more and I need to have more out there. But, you know, production for these songs costs money. Travel costs money. Paying for the band costs money. Like there are so, so many parts of this that are expenses. And this is also if I am working a full time job and not focusing on music, then I won't be able to put as much time as I need to into music to get this going. But also if I'm spending all my time on music, I might not have the money to get it going fast enough. So the best way that I could receive help funding wise, if anyone is able to donate would be through that GoFundMe. It's linked on my feature FM. It's on my Instagram bio. It's on my website. And that's the best way for anyone to send me any funds. And all of those do go directly into funding for my music. Um, I have another music video that I'm filming, photo shoots, production for these songs, mixing, mastering, traveling for tours and shows. And that's what actually got the music video for Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. I wouldn't have been able to do that without the GoFundMe and every single dollar that went directly into that music video. So it was as awesome as it was because of everyone that donated. So thank you to everyone who donated. But if anyone would like to help out with future projects, then yeah, that GoFundMe is really the best place to do it. So I saw that you have three singles out now. You've been talking about some of this other new music. Is the plan going forward to have more singles kind of released sporadically? Do you want to do an EP or a full length? Do you have a plan? Justin? That's a yes. There's a plan. Indeed, Miranda. We're doing singles for now. And then the plan for now is to do an EP slash record whichever one eventually with all of the singles that are going to be released right now so we may have one where there's you know two released at one time there's a cover song that's going to be released and at a certain point where we have enough either you know an ep or a full length we'll just bundle them back up and put them out as a a full unit so but there are two more that are going to be released within a really short period of time and then another one shortly thereafter that so there's a lot and it's it's so exciting on our end too because you know you work one song for quite some time and then you're just so ready like you know the artists playing the same songs for years on stage are always so excited to play new material so it's a very exciting time here to see how this next batch reacts or people react to the next batch you know 
So how would you describe the sound on these songs that are coming out? Put your money where your mouth is, is a little bit of like kind of poppy alt. And then some of the stuff we see on your Instagram can get kind of indie, kind of folk um, when it's more acoustic. How would you describe your sound if there is one? I normally say whenever someone asks me what my genre is, I'll go with pop alternative or alternative pop because I do like that sort of feeling of like it's moving, it's bouncy, it's a little bit mainstream, but I love the alternative world and that darker sound. I'm not really big on the whole like happy pop sound, so I wouldn't say it's full pop. I think we might have some stuff that's definitely leaning more pop. Um, we have some stuff that's leaning more rock, actually. But I think alternative pop or pop alt is a great way to describe all of the music as a whole. What do you wish people knew about you within the first 30 seconds of hearing one of your songs? <sighs> that's a great question. Oh, wow. In the first 30 seconds of hearing one of my songs... One thing that I've always wanted to be known for, I guess, with my songwriting, <clears throat> specifically my lyricism, but that's also something I want to be focusing more on with the next batch of songs we're writing is more on the lyrics and how they connect with the people and how people can relate to them. And I really want people to sort of feel that's always something that's meant a lot to me is the lyrics and specifically how they can relate to others and that I love invoking emotion with the lyrics. So that's probably one of my favorite things. That'd probably be my answer is if someone could know something about me from one of my songs in the first 30 seconds, it would be this girl's a lyricist. What about outside of music without hearing one of your songs? Is there something you wish that people knew about you as a person? You're asking the tough questions now. Without hearing my music, if they could just know something about me as a person not having to do with music, I guess it would be my capacity for love because I have a really, really big heart. And I think that's something that gets overshadowed in my music because it's more pop alternative and it's a little bit more like girl boss and whatever. But I think as a person individually, I have a very big heart. I love everything having to do with love and butterflies and happy things. And you really wouldn't know that listening to my music. You'd be like, oh, this girl's like a punk, like rock girl. Like, no, I'm, <laughs> I love like dressing up and wearing dresses and skirts. And I love happy things. But in my music, I love focusing on the darker aspects of things. So there's that dark side that comes out in my music. And I think that's something I want to push towards with my branding too, is this is like a very sweet girl, very beautiful girl, but she has a dark side to her. She's not a bad person, but bad things have happened around her and to her. And I think that's something I sort of want to focus on going forward with branding. Is there a little bit of like an alter ego there? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's part of the reason I didn't want like my mom pushed for my stage name to be Ella Jane, um, because my middle name is Jane. There is already an artist. Her name is Ella Jane, and she has somewhat similar music. So I'm glad I didn't go with Ella Jane. But the reason I also wanted that sort of alter ego, that different name that was Ella Red was because I don't want to be, you know, my normal stuff that everyone sees all the time on stage. I want to be Ella Red on stage. I don't want to be Ella Jane. I want to be Ella Red. 
Is this kind of dreams actualized or do you feel like you're still working towards that? I think I still have a lot of work to do and I think I've got a long way to go. I think this is dreams actualizing. I think this is the this is the process and this is sort of where I'm going to first see what it's like and sort of feel what it's like and I'm going to have a taste of it and I'm going to want more. That's great. I'm so excited for you after talking. Thank you. Now, Justin, just to check in with you, Darlene Thieves, former Zebrahead, do you have more music plans? Are you fully on board the Ella Red train? Are you going to manage any more artists? What's your plan? Right now, this phase of my life, it's um, it's a little bit of a juggle. You know, I'm doing a little of this, a little of that. I'll never stop playing. Playing is, you know, what got me into this in the first place. And there's been time periods where I haven't played for months, maybe even a year. And I get to a point where I kind of feel lost during those times. I always have to circle back to playing. So, and I have lots of material, but right now it's the juggling act of doing my own thing, writing, recording, managing. There's a lot going on musically, which I just feel very lucky to be able to do all of these things. And to me, it's all great. I have a lot of that need that I have internally to to create and to perform. A lot of that is satiated when creating with Ella or, you know, doing other things that I still feel that same need being met. So, you know, yeah, I I will definitely put out more music and play. In fact, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of that very soon. Yeah, right now I've definitely been focusing and putting a lot into Ella's project, which has been, honestly, it's been such a blast for me. So yeah, definitely be more. Thank you both so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Of course. This was amazing. We're going to check out Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is by Ella Red right now on The Resistance.